None of this is going in. Aww. Hello! I was wondering if I might trouble you for a cup of strong black coffee and in the process engage you with an anecdote of no small amusement. And welcome to another episode of Nerdyverse here on Nerd Herder. Welcome. I'm your herd leader, John Wayne. And yeah, I am, I'm Megan. Hi. Hi. I've been watching a lot of TikToks. Apparently, and that's okay. Um, TikToks can be good and bad for your mental health. So oh boy. We'll accept it. Still working on new lighting things. Let us know if you like it. If we are lit, please tell us. If we're not yeah. lit or we're too lit, please tell us. Um, but also clarify if you mean lit or lit. Um, because one of those we will change, one of those we won't. We're lit. <laughs> right. Like classic literature. No, we're not literate. We've already established that. <laughs> I can't read. Are you ready to piss off some DC fans? Oh boy, am I. <laughs> um, oh, my goodness. Yeah, so we uh, mentioned before, and here we are now to talk about it, um, we are discussing Zack Snyder's Justice League, and we preface that with the fact of the, the, the reason we thought it would be fun and interesting to talk about is because... Neither of us are big DC fans. No. Um, and neither of us have seen the original Justice League. So we figured perfect opportunity. Everybody preaches that this is the definitive version, the intended version. Um, although not the canon version, if you ask WB, apparently. Whatever, so man. it was just leaps and bounds promised to be better. And we wanted to test that theory. And we so we watched it. And then we figured, well, obviously that's a conversation that should be shared. Because... Yes. Um, we decided when we were rewatching WandaVision, or I guess watching WandaVision, that we would rewatch MCU and eventually discuss that. So if we're going to talk about one side of the superhero political line, we should talk about the others. But the real yes. question is, which are the Republican, which is the uh, Democrats? <laughs> That's for you to decide in your own mind and your own podcast. Exactly. Here at Nerd Herder, we love you, but no. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what that means, but no. it's fine. Um, so anyway, so here we are to discuss that, and um, we'll be hitting on some uh, specific beats of both kind of leading up to the movie, the movie, and then um, afterthoughts of the movie and overall um, the, the implications of it and, and the differences of it, because that's really the crowd phenomena of Zack Snyder's Justice League is how it got made and what it means that it got made. Um, and also, of course, that means now we have two versions of a movie. Yes. Like, they're not since the extended editions of the Lord of the Rings films have fans been this hyped for With, a longer movie. Well, and also, both versions of Lord of the Rings are good. Incredibly so. <laughs> Whereas like, here, it's an argument of quality, um, for sure, between films. Um, and I don't know that this lends itself to the very typical idea of I mean, we, we have a lot of um, things we're interested in. Um, I think we've shown that. Just picking hairs off of my mic there a little That's bit. That's fine. Um, just lick it. That'll get most of the hair we, off. We like a lot of genres and, and series that have uh, director's cuts or extended editions and everything like that. Yeah. I don't think this is on the same level. I think this is a beast of its own. I think this is the beast of Revelation. Um, all the others, man. Six, six, uh, six. The, the lions that threaten David in the, the, the lawn? No. The, this is a seven-headed beast with a harlot. <laughs> <laughs> this is 
the, the lions, David being quoted as saying, get off my lawn. Right, lions. like in, insinuate from that what you will. But anyway, yeah. so um, lots to talk about, lots to discuss for sure. So I figured we could start with just our general thoughts on DC and the road to the Snyder Cut, as I'll call it, because the idea of what led us to this point, what, what we have kind of viewed as um, the internet sensation of the hashtag release the Snyder Cut, and now yeah. the, uh, the sequel, re- hashtag restore the Snyderverse. Yeah, and I'll say, I've been saying release the Snyder Cut as a joke for a year. Yeah, well, you shouldn't have joked, because now we, we got it. And well, I'm just kidding. <laughs> well, it's like... It I, was... We could have gotten worse. We could have gotten no, Super Mario Brothers Extended Edition. <laughs> I would pay good money for that. I know you would. I would go to the theater, I would buy my popcorn... And I would sit through that three that movie three times. You would, except COVID. Yeah, I would rent <laughs> yeah. out the entire theater. R- they just for just, just for them. just for me, just for Justin. And you know what? Kev's invited too. There you go. There you go. General thoughts on DC. Go. Uh, I like Superman. Okay. Are you like films only? Like in general, or uh, where are you coming from? Well, I grew up watching the uh, Christopher Reeves Superman. Mm-hmm. I love Christopher Reeves. Like he is my Superman in my brain. Um that's about it like that was my entire growing up experience with dc in general it wasn't Mm -hmm. dc it was superman and Mm -hmm. batman Mm -hmm. like that was that was it Mm -hmm. um i have in my notes i watched teen titans growing up because i loved that show just for how fun it was and how goofy and also serious Mm -hmm. it was like dealt with a lot of family trauma sure um but that was that was it. Mm-hmm. And and the reason I wanted to discuss this so that people, before we get into the the meat of the, the film itself, I wanted people to know where we're coming from uh, with why we say what we say and, and, you know, kind of help people understand that we're not just bashing, but that this, no. you know, w- where we get our opinions from. And I have to agree, I love, um, like, and, and it's going to come up later, but Christopher Reeves' Superman. Yeah, it is like definitive DC. Oh, yeah. Um, Superman 1 and 2 especially. Um, and, and, you know, ironically enough, you get the Donner cut of the second one, which is a, much like the Snyder cut. It is better. Oh, yeah. You know, um, I, I, again, think those are very different beasts. But, yeah, like, I, I think those were great captures. I think that the Tim Burton um, setup of Batman were great, great ways to yes. adapt. Look, um, okay, say what you will. About the Tim what Burton and oh, and the other director whose name escapes my mind after Tim Burton left the project. Uh, the, I don't know. I don't know. Um, about those films. You can say whatever you want about them. How they're not Batman. They're not like... <laughs> that's not my DC. Mm-hmm. I love those movies. Yeah. Even the bad ones. Like, those are yeah. bad. Yeah. Like, yeah. I, can yeah. you tell me yeah. with a straight face... That Arnold Schwarzenegger is not a fantastic. He's Mr. fine. Bruce. The whole movie's trash, though. It's like, garbage, but I love it. <laughs> I, like, I will say, he and um, Uma Thurman save the movie. So they make it watchable. You hate George Clooney, but it's still. Too. Not, I do. I. I no, not as a person. Not as a person. I. I just don't like him in a lot of his roles because they're so George Clooney. Yes, understandable. Um, he's up there with certain, you know. I don't even want to say character actors. If, if character actors in the sense that they are the character. Mm-hmm. But, like, I can't see you not as yourself. Like, you're just you. You just walked on set handsome. and did your thing. Yes. He's not actually that handsome. But wow. okay. That's an opinion. So, but um, I, I don't 
and I guess that will kind of lend to why, what, like my current general thoughts of, of uh, DCEU is what's it called, what it's called. I, because I am such a fan of the Superman and um, Batman films of the 80s um, to 90s, I think that I feel those are great ideas of mm-hmm. taking comic book heroes, because that's what we're talking about. That is what we're talking about at the end of the day, whether it's Marvel or DC. We're talking about children's comic book characters, and I know that they've pushed the boundaries on where these characters belong. They've pushed them into, you know, teen. Um, they've pushed them into adult, even. Mm-hmm. And they've even crossed multiple genres. But overall, it starts with a, what, 10 cents child's newspaper comic. And it's built multi-million dollar industries off of that. Yeah. When you're talking about taking that character and putting it in film, those are good movies. And I don't like what we've gotten in recent years where there's the, the and I don't know that it started with Nolan, but I think that him in the mainstream made it so much worse for DC films because he did gritty, dark, real mm-hmm. so well that everyone thinks that's DC. Yeah. And, you know, tit for tat, Marvel deals with real adult issues as well. Like, they don't shy away from serious things either. Mm-hmm. But it's the approach of how they discuss those things and um, ultimately how that affects the characters, their uh, interactions with other characters, especially, like, their villains and everything. And, and in recent years, there's been such a push for heavy, adult, dark, gritty DC yeah, and, and I'm not saying that's everything. I I know it's not, but it's the loudest, and yeah. and that's what I think got us our current lineup of films, um, yeah. who only recently have started to add some color and add some flair and add some humor, mm-hmm. and so when the idea of the you know uh, release the Snyder cut came up, I didn't have in mind so much how much of a tonal war there was mm-hmm. with DC and but having gotten both versions and, and compared differences and and seen what uh, Warner Brothers was trying to go for versus what Snyder was trying to go for clearly you see that there's two different uh intentions at play yeah and I've, what you said Ryan and me like I, I was gonna mention when you get to the core of these characters Mm-hmm. And you go back and read comic books about these characters, the, especially the early stuff. In DC and Marvel both do this. These characters' motivation is hope. Mm-hmm. Especially Superman. And well, when you take that away, it's just not that interesting of a character. Yeah, I like, mean, every character, every superhero character fundamentally is built on the idea of in some way being different, broken, or flawed mm-hmm. and overcoming that. And what that means for other people. Yeah. Um, you know, and I just think that the, the lineup of current films, I mean, there was a reason we didn't see Justice League. There were, there was a reason for a long time I put off most DC films was just because they looked and, and felt even just so bland. Yeah. And, and I mean, you definitely get heroes still doing hero stuff, but I just feel like it hits very different than when I watch a Marvel movie where I feel excited i feel mm-hmm. um you know like i well at the end of the day i just feel yeah. whereas the other stuff i'm kind of just taking it in and it's just like meh well, you know there's moments but overall yeah. it's just 
lackluster. And movies like Infinity War, like there was a loss of hope at the end of that movie. Well, but that, we knew that there was more coming. Right. Like, that was what say. was important. It, but it's down to tone. And, mm-hmm. and we'll save some more conversation for that. But um, so as far as the DCEU lineup of films, um, what what are your thoughts on that? We'll run down um, the list. So, um, oh, I do have to say first off, though, mm-hmm. not a big Zack Snyder fan. I'm not trying to pick on Zack Snyder. He does a lot of cool things. He's like Michael Bay, though. His movies are very cool in tone. Right. and like there's There's a lot of things you can be like, Wow, good yes. job, you are special. And then there's other ones where I'm like, wow, not a good job, you are very special. <laughs> hey, look at that. He gave us uh, the 300 kick and also shirtless Jerry Butler. Like, good for him. Oh, my gosh. So I, I have thoughts on that film. We'll talk about it. But anyway, so <laughs> but it's all down to a, a, a personal choice of tone and all of that stuff. It's not a matter of I've, I've watched, especially recently, a lot of interviews of Zack Snyder. I have a lot of respect for the man. Oh, yeah. I have a lot of respect for his craft and his style. I just don't generally like 100% of it. Mm-hmm. So I feel like I have to put that out there. I mean, I have similar feelings about Eli Roth. Uh, man of Steel. I love that movie. Great movie. Since Christopher Reeves, the only Superman I've been able to really, really like. Oh, yeah. Henry Cavill absolutely kills um, a, a Superman. I, I love Dean Cain. That's a fun iteration. Yes. And I think that's all that is. I know a lot of people have a lot of issue. That's fun. That's fun. Didn't like Superman Returns, mm-hmm. although I felt like the guy was perfect Superman Brandon in a Ralph. bad movie. Brandon Routh was told to be Christopher Reeves. That's which, the thing. Which he did. I feel like they could have even done that to a point. Like, they could have done a continuation, but they should have let him do yeah. something. Fun fact, he was also the vegan evil ex in uh, Scott Pilgrim vs. the World. So, anyway, I, I like what they did yeah. with this. I do have my issues with it. Um, mm-hmm. Some of the things you mentioned where, like, they go a little too gritty on some of the Superman stuff. Um, I, in retrospect, understand why they had a lot of destruction to set up Batman versus Superman. I still yeah. don't like it because I don't like Batman versus Superman, so I don't think it was a good payoff. Yeah, I think the Zod was decent, but, you know, Zod he wasn't... Zod was amazing. Like, he wasn't wearing Speaking the of Jerry cut, Butler. I have a problem with that. Right. I, I love... I love Zod's original outfit, and I'm a little bit salty. I, I like that they made up. them bad. Like, oh, yeah, Donner Cut cool. at least made them, like, they obviously weren't as kid-friendly no. in the Donner Cut as they were trying to make it, like, they weren't all about jokes and hijinks, but mm-hmm. definitely Man of Steel did favors for the villains. Kneel before Zod. Um, I like all the casting of oh, yeah. uh, Man of Steel they as did well. Great. It, this is in no particular order. Aquaman. I haven't seen You haven't it. seen it. I loved that movie. I say that all the time, and people are like, ew, that was the worst. I don't, I, I don't get it. That was good. That made me like a generally unlikable character like Aquaman. Mm-hmm. Um, they didn't do him any favors in either Snyder Cut, um, but I thought it was great. James Wan is actually really stinking oh, yeah. good at that. I love Jason Momoa. I love uh, Patrick, uh, what's his last name? Wilson. Patrick Wilson. Oh, I yeah, absolutely. Look, he's he's baby in um, this podcast. Yeah, the redhead can get boinked though she can just <laughs> no she get, can't that's the thing no she can get boinked off a cliff she's just yes yeah horrible person absolutely horrible. um i hope she finds jesus at the bottom of the cliff but still going off shazam shazam haven't seen it oh my gosh amazing so similar with aquaman yeah it was fun it was just fun that's what i like in superhero movies mm-hmm. uh wonder woman loved it i enjoyed wonder woman i thought it was fine i i don't think it did anything spectacular, but I don't think it did anything wrong. I just like Hal Godot. I just think it was fine. And also, I, yes, the Amazon ladies. But again, yeah, but oh that's gosh. the that's the thing is 
Well, I'll come back to the Amazonians when we talk about the film's plot and everything like that. Yeah. But yes, um, Batman versus Superman didn't do her any favors. Zach, neither Justice League did either. I'm sorry, but her own movie, she stands on her own. She's able mm-hmm. to be featured and recognized for the quality um, actor she is mm-hmm. and, and how she captures that, um, that, that persona of both Diana and as Wonder Woman. Great. But again, I just don't think it did anything spectacular. It just kind of fit. I mean, I hold that on the same level as, like, Ant-Man movies. Fun, but, I mean, overall, not as big as your your Thor movies or your Iron Man movies or anything like that. Yeah. Um, Batman versus Superman. I watched it. Garbage. Um, wow. <laughs> not... I, I liked about 65% of that the, movie. The things we talked about with all the, hey, character, po- character moments are kind of off. Like, this is mm-hmm. kind of... Com- conflict for no reason. Yeah. Uh, lots of things I just didn't. I didn't like the persona um, they went for with Batman. I know a lot of people like Ben Affleck. He I like ben looks Affleck. like a good Batman. He's a good Bruce Wayne, and he's a good Batman, in my opinion. I still haven't been convinced because I don't think he's had a good enough movie. And I know that's going to hurt people mm-hmm. and that people are going to disagree. But for me, he has not been able to shine. He looks good, but he has not been able to deliver, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Wonder Woman 2. Haven't seen it. Uh, I love Pedro Pascal. That's I about it. think it was a little pushed. I think and... that. Oh, go ahead. No, go ahead. I, I I think it's following up on things that Whedon introduced. Um, now one could argue that Aquaman did as well, but Aquaman benefited from Whedonism to a point, whereas Gal Gadot did not. Uh, Wonder <laughs> Woman did not. Gal Gadot, don't get me started. <laughs> so Wonder Woman two, I feel like, is in the canon era of hey. Justice League is real. That weird, awkward intersection of dark and depressing, but also brightly colored and, and humorful, mm-hmm. that's what we're doing. And I, I feel like Wonder Woman 2 was a good follow-up to that, but not necessarily yeah. likable. Also, Chris Pine. Love seeing him in movies. He's pretty good. He's a great Kirk. He is a Suicide great Suicide Squad. Liked it. Liked it? Didn't love it, but I didn't think it was as bad as a lot of people said. I'll give you that one. I th- I think that... It was at least a good idea, and I yes. look forward to seeing it advanced. Here's the thing. It, I'll go ahead and do my Birds of Prey, too. I love Margot Robbie as Harley Quinn. Mm-hmm. I think she's doing a fantastic job. I think she is thriving in that role. I am so sick of seeing the pictures of her in the booty shorts yeah. with the freaking fishnets. Like, they should have let her just be that character without making her, like, a sex symbol. Well, I don't think that the industry in general has figured out how to do that. No. I mean, um, look at, look at, um, what's his face? Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, dark, tall and handsome Rep McLaughlin, Jason Momoa. Um, what? <laughs> you saw the photo shoot. It, he's pretty much there. Yeah. Um, insert picture here. Same, same freaking thing. Yeah. Trade the booty shorts for constant shirtless pics. And it's just like, can we not have a cool character mm-hmm. and can we not make an idea of strong and um, heroic without mm-hmm. making it look like oh you have to have this physique and you have to look like that way and uh, like can those things not be linked can can yeah. a female character not be interesting without being a sex symbol yeah and that's what birds of prey kind of it, it yes. pushed it forward because it was directed by a woman right let and, women direct movies about women and so please. i think that let female voices in the industry help guide female directors on female films though 
Yes, also that too. Because female directors have had to do crap jobs because of the industry, not necessarily what they wanted to do. Slumber Party Massacre. Exactly. Um, anyway, so that's exactly my point, though, of Suicide Squad was good. It's only getting better. Birds of Prey was a little bit better. Yeah. It was fun. Yeah. It was fun, at least. I enjoyed um, it. I am really looking forward to the new Suicide Squad. Um, James Gunn's attempt at it is, I think it's going to be great. I think he's going to be yeah. very uh, favorable to the motif that's been set up already. I'm so excited for more King Shark. So honestly. I think it's just going to get better. I absolutely think it's going to get better. And. And. Um, anyway. Um, so, yeah. So that's going in. That's our DC uh, scorecard. That's what we think overall going into uh, yeah. the movie. Hopefully. We haven't stepped on too many toes and just understand that what we're doing is talking about film opinions. We don't think because we don't like this movie that you're a bad person if you do like it. And we also don't think that any of the people in these films except that Amber Heard, right? Yes, it's Amber she Heard. She is an actual garbage person, but everybody else is fine. Everyone else is fine. You know? So um, don't don't take it personal. This, this is all about just opinions. That's what a podcast is about. Mm-hmm. And you know what? You can share your opinions if they're different. We invite them. Let us know your thoughts leading up to um, Snyder Cut and, and your exposure to DC. We love to hear that. We're not sharing our opinion as a matter of fact. We're sharing our opinion for the sake of getting back yours and, and just starting a conversation. So treat it that way. Don't take it personal. We'd love to hear from you. Yeah. So... Moving on to the details of the film. So now to talk about the film itself. Yes. Um, this isn't going to be exactly in order. I just kind of bullet pointed um, the film plot. And I figure we'll move from plot to plot to plot and discuss our overall thoughts going through. Because the details of the film, I think, are what kind of matter to this. We don't like doing reviews too much. No. But I think here we kind of have to, we have to give it to it. We have to process our thoughts. <laughs> yes. So, and now, and this isn't necessarily to compare. We'll have a segment later to compare and to talk about the differences and how we felt about them and everything. This is mostly just to talk about the Snyder Cut, mm-hmm. just so you know. Um, so the opening starts with the end of Batman versus Superman. Yes. Um, you know, the wasted character of uh, Apocalypse um, and, you know, killing Superman. So the idea of this one is that when he dies... Either his powerful yell, unless I'm taking that too literally, um, awakens the mother boxes. If I'm taking it too literally, then the alternative is he died and the mother boxes just knew, so they were like, oop, time to party. Either way, that's the setup, is that Superman dies, the mother boxes awaken. Yes. And the plot centers around the mother boxes being found and united by Steppenwolf, because of a couple of things. Number mm-hmm. one, to make Darkseid happy. To yes. make his his daddy happy. To um, take him on a magic carpet Daddy ride. went for some cigarettes. Uh, they reconnected about 18 years later. Um, lo and behold, no child support was needed. And now he's just trying to earn his father's happiness. And, you know, you do that by destroying a planet. So in this lore, you take the mother boxes, which are like technology sorcery. You unite them. And they turn the planet into apocalypse or a version of apocalypse the planet not the person they look right? like the freaking uh the cube from the transformers movies they, they there they is an, straight up the cube there is something about evil cubes in film we've got the tesseract from marvel we've got the cube from transformers we've got these cubes i'm pretty wow. sure we can find more gelatinous cube gelatinous cube uh watch onward 
Please do. It'll make you cry. So Steppenwolf is doing this because that's kind of his job, but he's also later finds out, hey, Earth is special. Um, I did not put this on here, but I feel like now's a good time to talk about it, of how the mother boxes got there and the whole backstory. Yes. Um, for some reason, I forgot to put that on there. Um, later we find out, and this, I'll go ahead and say, this should have been the beginning. This should have been yes, the opening. I agree. It was so much better. So we get this great and climactic shot of the uh, first time Darkseid visits Earth. He plans to use the, um, the mother boxes. Um, to create the unity that then transforms the world and also access anti-life matter or something. That really didn't get explored. I don't want to talk about it. I I didn't understand Okay, it. anti-life, unobtainium, what it is was, it? It was already, a, it was already enough. It was already enough to want to convert the planet. Mm-hmm. I don't think we needed anti-life matter or whatever. Also, can Darkseid not remember where he parked his car? <laughs> because he was on Earth. And then yeah. Steppenwolf's like, hey, this is Earth. This is that place that kicked your butt. I mean, like, seriously, I just took on all the Amazonians. All of them. And I'm fine. But remember, they kicked your butt? And also Zeus was there? I'm sorry. I'm kind of bitter about that. I feel like they just needed Darkseid to get whooped. Unless he just, like, went to the gym afterwards. Maybe he got his butt beat. He got a self-defense class from Karen he bought a Glock, and he worked out a lot. He went into the hyperbolic time chamber. <laughs> and he practiced and he with Mr. Popo. Yes. Um, so anyway, the, basically he came, tried to unite the things, and ba- he got so beat, he left the cubes there. Yeah. And then just moved on. Well, like... Are these the only cubes? It's like when you get decked in the stomach and you drop your keys. Like, you just gotta just leave them. Like, aren't they important, though? Like, weren't they kind of, like, significant? Like, why would you just leave them? You have a lot of emotions right now. I just don't think that part made sense to me. Anyway. I mean, it doesn't make me very scared of Darkseid, because they, Steppenwolf gave them a harder time. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying, he had to fight five guys. Darkseid fought an army. And, and a god. And fries. Right. Like, come on. Um, also, they killed the Green Lantern. Like, they were like, oh, yeah. there's no Kry- Kryptonians and no lanterns here. It wouldn't have mattered. Throw 20 Ryan Reynolds at that guy. It wouldn't have made a difference. He didn't care. He would have charmed the pants off of Darkseid. (laughs) Quick now, while his pants are down. (laughs) (laughs) Just start singing, I swear, and he's fine. Oh, gosh. I swear. Oh, the the best Ryan Reynolds movie. I don't care what anyone says. I didn't say anything. Just friends. Um, So, that's the backstory. Um... (laughs) Yes, that is the entire. Any, any thoughts on like the mother boxes or anything like that, or I mean, other than generic evil cube? Exactly, <laughs> like it. It felt generic. Yeah. Which it, I, I kind of lost the plot for I, a little while in well, there. Well, if the plot just stayed the same of get these three things, put them together, Earth destroyed, I'm with that. Cool. Then you added these extra layers. I don't feel like He's were necessary. And I can understand why parts of that would have been like, well, let's cut this part. And it's like, well, that's tied to this part. And then that's tied to this part. Okay, well, yeah. let's just call it, you know, more on that later. Yeah, more on that later. Um, then we get, um, again, this is not in particular order, so if I'm going out of order, people can write angry letters. Steppenwolf versus the Amazonians. Yeah. This was awesome. This was incredible. Like, you give me a movie that is just the Amazonians. Wonder Woman doesn't have to be there. Because they are cool, they, they are buff. They are working on that. I think that's somewhere in development where they were talking about doing 
something that focuses on uh, Wonder Woman's mom. Dope. Yes. I'm here for it. Like, just give me buff Princess Buttercup well, for 20 minutes. And this is where we really get to acknowledge that Steppenwolf looks so good. He looks so much better. Oh my gosh. I love his armor. I love the idea of metamorphosizing armor. This idea. Because yeah. you can see it grabbing the arrows. You mm-hmm. can, like, it's not just bouncing things off. It's catching things. And I just don't. Here's the thing. That's cool until you have to punch him. Yes. Like, Wonder Woman and Superman should have been the only ones to be able to touch him because, ow. <laughs> he like, just looks like he's covered in scissors. It was a little too shiny. Like, I said that while we were watching this. It just I liked looks... that. I, I liked that because I hate bland black villains. Like, mm-hmm. everybody's so dark. Everybody's gray and black and, yeah. you know, dark bronze and all. Like, we like the Grand Master. From yeah. Ragnarok. Well, I mean, take any of Thanos's, you know, army horde villains. They all look so generic and, and dark and goofy. Mm-hmm. Like, they're just mobs of glob stuff. Like, I, I don't see anything very... Like, the Chitauri a little bit more, but I think that's partly because yeah. there's so much daylight in the New York battles. But overall, they get very lost. I liked... I mean, even the um, parademons, mm-hmm. I thought, looked good. They I could see great. them. They they They... they jumped out from the details and i liked that yeah and this this movie is very dark it's not yes it in general yeah. like it's gritty it's great but just tonally and also color yeah everywhere's it's dark blue um well and i think that's what i like about this battle mm-hmm. um i, I there's this a lot of looks the best from the fire there's a lot of great great color yeah so um and along with steppenwolf versus the amazonians we get wonder woman's intro do you have anything on Wonder Woman's intro? I like Al Gadot. I think she's great. I liked Absolutely. a moment for her to shine. Yes, that was a good. That was a better moment of her saving someone's tuchus than Batman versus Superman. Oh yeah, in my well, opinion. Yeah, she get she one. It's literally a moment to shine. It's a moment mm-hmm. to be Wonder Woman. Um, they show off a little bit more of her power. Um, she also gets you know moments with other characters with with yeah. civilians and everything that I think makes her out to be. It's not just these guys rush in do a thing and then leave like no they it reminds you they do it for people yeah what is with that amazonian backing track why do they only have (laughs) one sound boy that lasts 30 seconds literally every time she does something for the amazonian every time like like i could i could look away and put this on in the background and know exactly every time that she shows up Mm -hmm. and i hate that if you've ever seen an old uh exploitation film uh, that takes place in Mexico. It is the exact same thing where they play that stupid guitar sting it's, every it's, five seconds. Right. Or it's like any generic crime show where a Japanese mob boss shows up. You get the pamphlet. Yes. Like, it's just like, can we Can we not? When we're dealing with a Yakuza, you get the freaking uh, gong. Well, it's like the, awful. They're, it, it would be cool in a few moments. Mm-hmm. It would be cool when it's culturally fitting talking about those other examples. No, even. but when she's making tea. When she's just standing on top of a building. Like, again, every time. And you can test me. It's every time she does something. Yeah. It's just, it's a lot. I don't like that, but I like what she does. Yeah, we'll talk about sound design later, but. Um, I feel like this is a little quick um, moment, but Batman is a terrible recruiter. He really is. He needs to work on that. Um, technically, he doesn't work on Aquaman, um, although probably because he decided to do some showboaty thing instead of just like, hey, Arthur Curry, you want to join me for $25,000? Instead, hey, I know of a fish man 
Who does things. Who does fish things. Who talks to fish. He brings you fish. Now that I say it out loud, I don't think he'd actually be as helpful on this mission. But, he smells like fish. Right. We need somebody to, like, you know, get some snacks for the real heroes. No, I'm, I'm, I'm joking. You goofing. I, I, I really enjoy the live-action portrayal. I think James Wan and a Solo Ride for him did him so many favors. I want to know if those were just Jason Momoa's entourage or if that was actually for the scene. Like, the Icelandic singers. Yeah. What? It lasted a little too long. <laughs> in in that, do you mean it was there at all? And it, she took his sweater? It was a straight up choice. That that was creepy. Like that was that was creepy. It was excessive. It was very excessive. There's like, something about and and this goes hand in hand with the Wonder Woman thing. There's something about Zack Snyder with his like mental soundtrack that he puts into films where it's just like, dude, what? I, I don't want to use a certain word because I know nobody's going to take it well, but, like, I just, I don't get it. I think this was an instance of, this would have been cut even in his version of mm-hmm. a theatrical release. I think it was just excessively added in because it's just, when are you ever going to get a shot to put this thing in? Like, it's so extra. Then, okay, Flash. Flash. I like Barry. I, I love Barry. He's hilarious. He did a great job. Everything he does is great. His intro, excessive. I it's- feel like that's a word I'm going to say a lot. Mm-hmm. But of all of the, and hear me, of all of the uses of slow motion. This was the best. This was the best. And the most acceptable. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like we could have shaved 20 minutes off of this film with slow motion action music video shots in general. Yes. The only one who should have gotten one is the character that actually would move in slow motion, although just perception-wise and everything. I liked it, though. I, I thought that the intro was good. He's hilarious. I mm-hmm. don't know why people find him annoying. He was one of the better parts of this movie for yes, me. I agree. Then we get um, Atlantis attack. So he got the mother box from the Amazonians in that epic battle. Here we get another epic battle where he shows off some of his powers as he attacks Atlantis. We're not going to talk about and spend too much time because we've already done that elsewhere on his motives where he kidnaps guards of Atlantis and then it's like, where's Atlantis? Where's the cube? You were in there. Atl- in Atlantis, you, you know? You were there, sucker. Where, like, where you got me from, dude. <laughs> and so after he gets those two, um, suddenly the third one becomes more important. That, and we find out later that that is with Cyborg, Victor Stone. Yes. Victor's dad studies it, mm-hmm. which is how he gets it. He takes it into possession after he finds, obviously, that the parademons are looking for it. And it's like, oh, well, this is not safe. Mm-hmm. Um, we know from uh, end credit thing with Batman versus Superman that... Uh, Victor's dad used the mother box to create Cyborg. Mm-hmm. That becomes a significant point of the plot because it's yes. the idea of it's a it's a maker. It creates. Yes. Um, Which makes it even more like the cube from yeah. Transformers. So the idea is when these are together, they're not necessarily destroying. They're just creating mm-hmm. a new world. It just happens to be a very evil, bleak, volcanic world. Yeah. But it's still creating. So... Here in this case, it's taking a broken person, making him a cybernetic superhero. Mm-hmm. Um, so that gives them the idea for the Superman thing. But And you know what? Cyborg is such an important character. And, that, and that's what I wanted to highlight. This is his movie. This is 100% Cyborg's movie. And if they had just gone forward with that. Yeah. Um, we'll, we'll talk about it more in the, the edits and everything. But the best parts 
are either Cyborg, Flash, or Superman for me. Period. Um, so the backstory we get, I love that we he's the, he's the main one. We don't need explanations on everybody else, but his story is significant mm-hmm. because his origins deal with his motivations. When we meet him, he's not necessarily waiting to sign up to be a hero. Yeah. Um, this is very much, uh, I am worse for this. I am a monster. I am now stuck with a father who, for all intents and purposes, didn't love me growing up. Um, yeah, mm-hmm. don't really have a bright side to this. Yeah. Um, obviously, though, along the way, and I'm kind of jumbling the, the cyborg stuff together. Yeah. But um, eventually he starts to learn more about himself and what he can do and realizes that I was a good person before, I can be again. Mm-hmm. We get it through very cheesy scenes um, where we see it through his mental perspective. Yes. All, I would rather that than some of the extra stuff we got, though. I, mm-hmm. I'm okay with that because, again, this is his story. And this is showing why he's a hero, why he decides to get involved at all. You know why? Because hope. Exactly. It's almost as if that's what makes a superhero a hero. Right. Like, oh, and so I, I, I love... Um, I love his inclusion. I love mm-hmm. his um, his character development throughout the film. That's great. Um, and I love the stuff with him and his dad. I feel like that's great. Um, that's great character stuff. That's great plot stuff, even because he, they're both tied to the mother box, which is tied to the main plot, which eventually becomes tied to resurrecting Superman. Mm-hmm. So in some gross water. Yeah. So it's it's important and unavoidable. So. Um, to ignore their parts of the story are to miss significant parts of the story overall. Um, We're getting to a note that I thoroughly enjoy from you. Which one? Martha Manhunter. Yeah. <laughs> that made so, me laugh. First, men- first mission's not really worth mentioning. They, no. they They just, they go place. Yeah, they go out and rescue um, Cyborg's dad. With that, they're like, hey, Steppenwolf is a tough son of a gun, so we need Superman. Fun fact, no, they didn't. Really? Uh, <laughs> yeah, no. He, they were pretty. What they were doing pretty good, um, without him. Yeah. So they have to resurrect him. But um, yeah, just before that, we get a scene with uh, Lois Lane. Is there? She's around um, throughout most of this movie. She's wearing a ring. Not really that great. Uh, the worst version of here's Lois Lane development is have coffee with Martha, who's not Martha. Yeah, she's Martha Manhunter. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't care for the inclusion of Martian Manhunter. This is worse Not than the bat, bat flex situation. This scene, I, I don't, don't care. I don't. I didn't like either. I love Martian Manhunter though. I think he's fine. I think this was excessive. I think this yeah. was unnecessary. I think this was just for getting him in there. I agree. Um, and especially sucks because this is for a film that's not getting follow ups. Most likely, I mean, sure, maybe, but I, overall, meh. I don't think it's happening. I feel like every edition of hers was just extra, mm-hmm. just to include her. And this was the worst because it wasn't even a real quote-unquote scene. I mean, it wasn't really Martha. Yeah. I feel like the same could have been said from Martian Manhunter. I don't think it had to be Martha. And the stupidest thing about it is, hey, live on. He would want you to. Walks out of her uh, uh, apartment. Oh, there's Superman. Like, that had a lot of Mm -hmm. service. That really did something because... Now she doesn't have to work. Never mind. You don't have to progress in life on your own. Just lump onto this man, and he'll carry you through. Yeah. Ah. Um, Superman's resurrection is pretty cool, though. I like his fight with the heroes. It's very neat. 
And um, that was a very well done scene, I think. Great stuff. So in that, the other mother box that they use to get Superman resurrected mm-hmm. ends up um, back with Victor's dad at the lab. And he then uses radiation. Yes. We assume to destroy it. Doesn't work. And he dies. Yes. Um, they find out later he was marking it to be able to be trackable. Yes. He superheated the core. Cool. Um, I'm okay with him dying and giving Cyborg more motivation for being included. Mm-hmm. The way it happened was ridiculous. Oh, yeah. He, I, I would have preferred he lock it up, hit the button, and Steppenwolf's like, ha, ah, human, you couldn't destroy this. You're stupid. And then kills him. Yes. I don't like the whole watch your father turn himself into ashes. I, I think there was better. I think, honestly, the gruesomeness of it overwrote the emotional value of it. Yes. So with that, they find out where the last mother box is. They come up with a plot to keep them from fusing. I don't entirely understand how they do that, but they do it. And, oh yeah, Superman shows up in, a, in a black suit. Um, cool. They were doing fine in the final battle without Superman. Yeah. In my opinion. I, 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 I don't know. I have feelings about making the entire movie or the entire fight yeah, it's not about the Justice League. It's about wait until Superman shows up. Yes, I have a problem with that. And I think that that's where DC doesn't do well, is they make the entirety of something hinge on one person. Yep. As and a, also, it's just, it's kind of ham-fisted. But nonetheless, when he does show up, it's still cool. See, oh, yeah. they do still work together. But one of two things. Either they could have done it without him and he just shows up, just in time to stare down Darkseid. Or two, he just takes care of it by himself. He didn't have to pull punches and work with them. Yeah. He could have handled it. I, I feel like either way, what we got was just kind of like, this was for the sake of seeing everybody work together and get that final team shot. Mm-hmm. It wasn't so much for, crap, we're in trouble. Like Superman. They were they were doing pretty well. Um, some, some people may disagree with me, but I thought they were pretty fine. Lastly, to end off, um, although I will say... I enjoyed the um, Superman on the ship getting a talking to from uh, both of his dads. Yes, that was um, a good moment. I love the emotion of the scene of be Superman because this is a, essentially him. He could just not, but mm-hmm. I love that when it all comes to him, he's like, they brought me back for a reason. I have to know. Um, but anyway, so um, from that, I mean, really, unless you have any other specific film detail points to bring up, any like... Liked this, didn't like that. No. I kind of breezed because it's a four-hour movie. That's, okay, that's what I will bring up. Okay. I have ADHD. I've been very open about this. Yeah. You know, my my mental health is important. I It's part of who I am. We had to take breaks because this movie was so long mm-hmm. and honestly repetitive. Mm-hmm. I got so before the, first, the second half of the movie. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I just... It's not a boring movie, but it lost my interest in mm-hmm. the middle. And then, you know, once everything gets going, great. That's fantastic. But I felt like every scene lasted a beat too long mm-hmm. okay, in that well, first half. Let, we'll, we'll talk more about that yeah. in the differences, yeah. I feel like. But overall, I feel like a lot of character things are padded. Yeah, I, I didn't... It, it didn't have to be four hours. And you know what? I don't 
I don't say that I was bored or that it lost my entrance just to be like, it was a bad movie. No, it. I don't think it was a bad movie. Yeah. I thought it was a very long movie. Yeah. Speaking of unnecessary. Yeah, bring it on. <laughs> um, well, there were some post-credit scenes. There were. Or like, I guess, mid-credit scenes or just scenes after stuff happened. So Lex Luthor shows up. I feel like this was so added in. I feel like this worked in the Whedon where it was literally just, oh, by the way, here's a tease for the next thing. Yeah. This as a just sub, there's just, I don't know. I don't, yeah. I don't feel like Lex had any weight or investment in this movie and bringing him in the last minute and teasing Deathstroke. I don't like, mm-hmm. I could actually be okay with the other two. This is the one I don't really like. I have opinions about the other two. Okay. Well, okay. but okay, let's let's, let's go to one. another point of contention because I liked Jesse more in this. I liked him yes. as Lex more in this. Yes. Mark Zuckerberg was fine. Oh, in you this. were you were Mark Zuckerberg? I thought it was Jesse. It is Jesse Eisenberg. Okay. Uh gosh. He, he was in the Facebook movie. Sure. I don't know. Mark <laughs> He's not been in anything I like, so I'll just say wow. that. I don't I'm sorry. You opinions. Um Anyway, but at least here he was a good Lex. Was not yes. <laughs> in uh, Batman versus Superman. I, felt, I didn't like that. He felt way more Lex Luthor in this scene. Yeah. yeah. Uh, if if this was him in Batman versus Superman, and if this is what they went with in the future, I'd be all for it. I didn't mind Deathstroke either. Um, I feel like they were teasing that for Batman. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, well, I feel like in Zack's they clearly are pushing. This is was going to lead to the Batman solo film. Mm-hmm. Um, but, I mean, other than being cool, it was kind of... It's fine. I actually thought that was a Whedon thing. I didn't... I mean, the Whedon version and this version are a little different, but either way, I thought it was altogether a Whedon thing more than it was a uh, Zack Snyder thing because it felt so extra. Yeah. So, uh, but the other two fit in a little bit more, um, although I don't like the Martian Manhunter scene. And I don't like the Joker scene. Oh, I don't like either of them. I don't like any of these. <laughs> um, I, I, th- I just think it ranks in... in way of it was at least redeemable like i mean i feel like this one at least was like hey here's another character to be teased in a film that's not ever happening Mm -hmm. um but uh like the two things one you did not earn the right to tell me what my parents would think of me number two they called me martian manhunter you just want to throw that out there like that's a name that was silly that like my name's Kyle. I don't. I don't know. It was just. I don't know. It was I, weird. I had feelings. I liked the design. The design is great. I liked that he showed up. Yes. I just don't think that moment. Nor was the Martha scene. I don't think either of those were earned. No, I, I agree. What's, what's with him overstepping boundaries? Is this just a Martian thing? Like, hey, I'm going to impersonate your boyfriend's mom and tell you to pull up your shorts and go back to work. Oh, and by the way, Bruce, your parents love you. Like, cool. Who are you? <laughs> Hey, wait a minute. What, what gives you the right to tell me my parents would love me? Who died and told you that you could say, oh, wait. <laughs> Whoops. Um, uh, the Joker one. I still don't like Jared Leto as the Joker. Okay. I also didn't understand. Was it a dream? Was I, it a dream? I don't know. Is it real? Here's the thing. Is is this injustice? There's no context. Like, how do we know where it's supposed to fit? Well, it doesn't he looks like he sense. does in that... Um, 
that dream in Batman vs. Superman. Yeah, so, like, does like, he just have premonitions? Can he see between Is this an alternate universe? Like, or Is this even real? I don't like, know. Like, what is happening? And also, just, it's not great writing. I don't enjoy it. They just it. wanted to get Batman to say the F word. They did. And I, I said, I think this was Zach being like, I'm never going to get these two on screen again. Let's do it in my backyard. And... That's what Zack Snyder's backyard looks like. <laughs> no, I, I don't. He, he, he did something with somebody in his backyard, but um, I heard rumors that these two weren't even on set at the same time. Like it wasn't Surprise even me. Leto and Fleck. It was, it was Leto then Fleck, and then we edited them together. That's why the like cameras all up in Leto's face and all this other. A lot of it just felt so disjointed from the film. It felt like someone doing an impression of Heath Ledger. But doing a really bad impression of but Heath But was Ledger? it better than Suicide Squad? No. I thought so. I Like, the thing I could say I, about this and Lex in this, Zach at least directed them better. Um, yeah. We got a be- I would be more interested in seeing more of this Joker than I would Suicide Squad. Would this sell me on Leto as the Joker? No, but it would put it would ping me in the, to the radar of, if he got a movie, I'd watch mm-hmm. it. Give me Alan Tudyk as the Joker. Because you he's cowards. great, right? We, again, four-hour movie, trying to synopsize it. It's very Last funny. thoughts before we move on. Too long. Too long. <laughs> Too long, clanky. F- favorite moments. Uh, Give it some praise. I loved Barry. And I loved the scene where he's about to break the sound barrier, and he's like, oh, I just got the wind knocked out of me. Because <laughs> <laughs> I think that is a very flash moment. Yeah. I he, think he's that great. was great. He's, he's hilarious. He acted like a, like I, an eighteen-year-old would. Yeah, um, I, yeah. I say again, he was great. Um, mm-hmm. I loved Cyborg in this. And oh yeah. I, again, just more of, I, I mean, you can just throw the camera on Henry Cavill, and it's great. Yeah. You don't need to do a lot of work to make him a great Superman. Yeah. He just is. You so, just put him in the suit, point a camera at him. Like, yeah, like I, I, although I enjoyed it a lot, I can't say that that held the film but i mean mm-hmm. it's why he's a great cast uh yeah, choice because he's a great dude so now yes all that to say yes we i'm sorry we've got more to discuss <laughs> is this going to be four hours no no because we have since um but let's talk, let's let's go back to that since that was the most recent thing you mentioned as we're talking about the differences what's the most significant thing you felt like could have been left out the montage sequences like i felt like they mostly unnecessary mm-hmm. a little bit too long every it was, single it was like, time yeah all the Can intros included a music video for every hero move on right. like i even the scene with commissioner gordon mm-hmm. i love jk simmons <laughs> as commissioner gordon i just love jk simmons i'm sorry i'm thinking of gordon from uh, harley <laughs> quinn <laughs> so i feel like and again this is not maybe legit and not liked by a lot of people but i feel like this was not what Zack Snyder would have released. Even, I agree. Even if given um, the chance to have done this right the first time, I think it still would have gotten edited down. I don't think all of these shots would have been so long, all these extra things would have been included. I think that he could have gotten it down to three hours. Mm-hmm. I think this was him just taking a shot. This was literally WB cutting a check and being like, make the movie. Mm-hmm. And he did it. And he pulled no punches. He's like, fine, I'm going to make it all. And, and this is including everything that you would have left out in some of the edits. Mm-hmm. Like, the, I, the fact that we get an extra 30 seconds on the bank scene. Like, there's so many moments where it's just, like, it's extra, and 
it's okay, but is it necessary? It's like, um, who directed Face Off? Oh, God. Um, I don't remember. Dove, I don't dove guy. That is what I thought of during that bank scene was mm-hmm. like, all we need is some doves <laughs> and it would just be one of that guy's movies. Yeah. Well, and that, that's a great example though. But the, here's the thing. They bring that in at around 90 minutes. Mm-hmm. Unlike this, where it does all that gratuitous stuff and that masturbatory stuff. And it's just like, Hey, this is so fantastic and stylized and great. And you're, you want a cheerleading party for every single hero mm-hmm. and you want a, their own music video to introduce all of them. And it's just like, dude, we got to cut it somewhere. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm with you for a lot of your stuff. I liked a lot of this movie. I just feel like there was a whole bunch else that should have been left in the cutting room floor. I can't find a good case for why this had to be four hours. Mm-hmm. Again, three hours, I'm with you. Does that hour make that much of a difference? In this case, it does. Why? Mm-hmm. Because guess what? Endgame and Infinity War were moving constantly. There weren't dead spaces. And I feel like in the first half yeah. of this, there's a lot of dead space. Dead space. <laughs> So, and again, that's, that's just a filmmaking critique. That's, again, just my opinion. It's not a matter of, darn you, Zack Snyder, you're a horrible person. I don't think so. No. I just think that this was a man taking his shot, but I don't think it's fair to say this, this is exactly what would have happened. I don't think, he got $7 million more to do reshoots. He did new stuff for this. Clearly shows he took his chance to do something and do it a little bit different then maybe it would have been. I don't think this is just a straight, hey, this is exactly what you would have gotten if I had just stayed on the job. Nah. No. Because he's also had, what, three years to kind of think on it? He's had three yeah. years to see what people didn't like and to do it differently? I don't know. Um, at the end of the day, this is one of those things we'll never know the whole story. I don't care what people say. I don't even care what Zack Snyder says. We're not going to get the whole story. It's, mm-hmm. just that, it's just that matter of anybody can say anything of, well, yeah, and this was going to happen, and that was going to happen, and also, you know, who knows? Yeah. All I know is we got a four-hour movie that's much better than the two-and-a-half-hour, but it could have been three. <laughs> yeah. And you know what else? Nicolas Cage but could have been Superman. Coulda. I'm, gl- that, I'm glad he didn't. Have anyway. you watched the screen test? Yes. I did not like he it. He looks so goofy. No, yeah. I love it. Does it does not look great. Anyway, so obviously this is longer. That's That's... Fine. Big difference up front. Big old difference. You mentioned before um, things like uh, the, that it's darker. Yes. Um, and this was uh, something I thought someone else put into better words than I could have, or what I found was kind of like, why don't why is one better than the other? Why why am I more attracted to this, even though I think this looks better? Mm-hmm. For, for clarification's sake, I'm saying I think Whedon's looks better. The color grading, the style, it's pretty. Mm-hmm. I can see stuff. Superman's suit is red and blue. I, I have this same problem with Man of Steel. I have this same problem with Batman versus Superman. Like, the only films that really... Re- I mean, even Wonder Woman to a point. I know he was only a producer on that, but compare Wonder Woman to Wonder Woman 84. Gosh, that's like Thor to Thor Ragnarok. Like, mm-hmm. that's huge difference. Aquaman, that movie was colorful. Like... I feel like they've done so... I mean, Suicide Squad, Suicide Squad 2, Birds of Prey, all of those movies look so much better because I can see stuff. I don't like this idea of I'm going to get depressing characters and put them in depressing lighting. Yeah. Eh. Like comparing scene to scene... I, here's the thing. Make Batman depressing as you want. I don't care. But can I at least see him? Can I see him? Can I see Robert Bat Pattinson? Like, goodness gracious. And... and 
I, I know a lot of people aren't going to agree with me on that. And I just, I'm sorry. I don't yeah. like excessively dark movies. And you know what? Like, that's, I think, part of what kind of lost my interest early on was, like, it's so dark. Mm-hmm. I can't, like you said, I can't see there, anything. Like, it's it's not bright and colorful. Again, you don't have to trade one for the other. At the end of the day, the more detail I can see, the better, though. Um, now, yeah. uh, one, I wish I would remembered his name, but one guy um, I watched a video of said it very well of the problem, though, is and why, even though I can't see a whole lot, I do like Zack Snyder's portrayal of, of things better. Is mm-hmm. because the character tone, even in Whedon's and even with reshoots, was still depressing. It was yeah. still darker. It just had peppier music. It had peppier music, and it looked brighter. Mm-hmm. You can't nece- you can't necessarily cover it up in the sense of let's just make it brighter and add jokes. It's that was in conflict with all the other stuff. So you have one scene where clearly Aquaman is being kind of an abrasive character, and then the next one where he's cracking jokes and hitting on Wonder Woman. Those two don't jive. They do not. You can't like so Whedon flips back and forth, so the tone is inconsistent. Um, and so that is a big reason why I think that even though it looks better, it's not a better film. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's a big thing that suffers from the reshoots is the character change that they want. Well, while we're at it, let's go ahead and add in more jokes. Let's add in more character interactions that are a little bit quirky and flirty and goofy. Yeah. Well, but you're leaving in all the stuff where they're not those things. So at any given point, you're moving from one to the other and it doesn't work. Yeah. Zach's at least is consistent. So although it's darker and grittier, at least it knows what it is. At least it's doing that all four hours. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, uh, in addition to the difference of humor and everything, there's still humor in Zack Snyder's version, but a, oh, lot, yeah. a lot less. Um, language is different and gore. Um, you see uh, gore. This is an R-rated film, Zack Snyder's. This is not a theatrical release. Um I'm okay with some stuff. I will say this one was just like, I don't feel like it made it any better or worse. Just seeing the guy get shot, seeing the guy get ripped yeah. in a half by Steppenwolf, I don't know. It's eh. fine. It, it, Whatever, man. I guess. It's at least not like ridiculously excessive, I'll say. Mm-hmm. Um, I do appreciate that, but overall, that's another big difference is, that, again, with the darker, grittier tone, it goes for an adult theme. Yeah. And, and they cut out the... Uh... Boy Scout Superman scene at the beginning. Yeah. Um, I hated well, that. Yeah, well, it wanted to start off with, you're Superman being Superman. Um, they wanted this film to start off with the death of hope, with the death of Superman. Yes. Although, again, not quite earned given what Batman versus Superman set up because Batman, or, well, Superman was slightly the, in, let's just be honest, Batman and Superman were the antagonist of the last movie. They were just, just talk to you, to people. Yeah. That solves so many conflicts. Just start every conversation with Martha, apparently, and it's fine. But anyway, Zach was going for a death of hope situation, mm-hmm. not a here's your old high school yearbook reminiscing, like, it was just, I don't know, it, it, set, it yes. sets up an entirely different movie. Tonally, completely different. Mm-hmm. Visually, garbage. Like, I... Oh, the CGI? It's yeah. so bad. Yeah. Like, just let him have a mustache, now, honestly. He, here's a quick case, okay? Here's one thing from a, a behind-the-scenes look to at least get the hate right. Mm-hmm. Is it bad? Yes. yes. You know why it was bad? Because it was rushed. It was rushed because part of the way through, it changed hands. They did reshoots. 
money went both to reshoots for cast and all this other stuff, as well as, okay, well, we've got to finish the CGI. Mm-hmm. Well, let's just hammer it done. That's what got us what we got, mm-hmm. is where the money went just when it. the hands traded. So yeah. that to say, it's an industry and a directorial issue more than it is an uh, visual effects artist oh, and an animator issue. I do not blame the visual effects artists at all in that instance. This is a mismanage of money. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, given more money, um, Zach was not only able to restore what he did, but do it better. Oh, yeah. Big um, time. We're operating on 2021 levels of graphics, not 2017, so... Clearly, he did right. Isn't it 2017? It, I think it was 2017 ago. because we've got an Aquaman, Wonder Woman 2, uh, Shazam, and Suicide Squad. Or not Suicide Squad, uh, Birds of Prey since then. So it's been a while. And then the two biggest things. Um, okay, well, no, go back back to the bad CGI. Would it have been so bad? Would it have made sense? No. Wait, no. But would it have been so bad to have Super Stash? I would have loved it, honestly. Because, you know what? Henry Cavill looks great with a mustache. He does. He, he looks fantastic. Henry Cavill is at his peak. Like, that is 90% of his power. If, if we had Geralt with a mustache, he'd be unstoppable. And that's the thing. Don't get me wrong. This would become a Henry Cavill stan account any day. Any I day I love the man. Not just for Superman. I love him in anything. <laughs> he's amazing. He is a fantastic actor. And he's a beautiful, beautiful human he's a beautiful in man. many aspects. Like... Just hear him talk about things. Look at his dog. Like, oh my gosh, he he is a sweetheart and he's amazing. Mm-hmm. And he goes back to his hometown every year and does charity. <sighs> like, oh, love that. I'd guy. love to shake his hand. Um. Anyway, so the last two significant differences, um, just so we can get this done at yes. some point. So this is going to be an extended cut podcast. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think this had to do with animation as well. Um, mm-hmm. all of the dark side stuff. All of the backstory for Steppenwolf. Essentially, in the Whedon cut, Steppenwolf just decided to come get the mother boxes and do his own thing. Mm-hmm. It's not for Darkseid, and obviously we don't even see high or low of Darkseid throughout. Again, because they were all CGI character, mm-hmm. all of Apocalypse, uh, Desaad, and his minions, everything, they were all CG. So I feel like it was, again, a budget cut of, well, we've got to shoot these other things. Let's just cut that out. Isn't yeah. it so bad as Steppenwolf's just Steppenwolf? Actually, it was. Yeah. It kind of was. It's pretty bad. Um, I liked the character development they did for Steppenwolf in, in Zack Snyder's. Of, yeah. He's actually kind of a complicated character. It's not, like, he's motivated and, and, like, I'm almost, like, I almost kind of want that moment of, like, good job, you know? Like, mm-hmm. it, it's so weird how they made me feel for the villain, but I was very much like, man, I hope he gets a pat in the back before he dies <laughs> or something. And he did not. He did not. No, he, he did didn't not. even get he, a pat on the head. Oh, I mean, he did. He yeah, did. he did. That's the only gore I appreciated in that film, by oh, the way. Oh, yeah, that was that was good. That was very good. Uh, and then the other significant cuts. The biggest problem. All the cyborg stuff. It... I really <sighs> did not realize until going back to the original that much changed. Mm-hmm. And, like... I had said when we were leading up to this, I was like, you know, we're going to have to re- acknowledge the Ray Fisher stuff because that's mm-hmm. a big thing tied with between these two movies. And you know what? It was justified. Absolutely. If like, nothing else for the sake of like what? I mean, this integral character, mm-hmm. all these things that have been shot and done and you're being built up as this is your movie. Yeah. You are the game changer. You are a hero and you represent a lot. You are the reason this moves. Right. Like, and then to be like, 
yeah, that all went in the trash with all the other stuff. Obviously, he was gypped. Mm-hmm. And obviously, his concerns weren't well handled. And when that's brought up, you want to, you know, you just kind of want to brush it off and move on and act like, yeah. well, why are you getting so concerned with being gypped the leading role mm-hmm. in favor of who? Bad stashed Superman? I mean, like, can you yeah. really say we got something better for what you did to that? Like, again, that's a lot of inference. But I think that in the industry, they have a lot to answer for, for the fact that it's easier to cut people of color's characters and development, and it's easier to make them out to be stereotypes than it is to make them leading roles like this. And at the end of the day, I mean, the film is so much better for it. Mm -hmm. And think of everything that communicates. The fact that we might have lost Ray Fisher. I'm pretty sure we've lost Ray Fisher. I'm pretty sure he's been written out of the, the Flash movie. I, I, he came back for these reshoots, but I think that was only because it was Zach. That was so disappointing. So this amazing talent and this great representation is now lost because of bullcrap industry talk and yep. all this other stuff. And WB looking out for their, you know, investments. That communicates a lot of, of your priorities. And I, I think, though, it's a great example for looking at the flaws of the industry, our world, mm-hmm. and in general in the levels of entertainment that we consume really telling when you can have a conversation with a kid and they're just like well you know i wish i could be a superman and they're like well that uh, superman's not black and it's just like Mm -hmm. well you could be cyborg and it's just like who yeah what like cyborg like you know and then i mean yes that gives a great let's watch teen titans absolutely like you know let's let's watch let's not watch sex snipers cut you're you're a child and that's too much but like it's one of those things where it's like they are pushed to the back you know, they're pushed to the side and they are less appreciated and less valued. And that has to change because everybody matters. Everybody's valued. Everybody is wonderfully unique and worthy of a voice and representation. And if we can get anything from this conflict with Ray Fisher and WB, it's that clearly there were biases at play mm-hmm. that made him an acceptable cut. And I mean, obviously, we're seeing the payoff that they're getting for their decisions. Losing a great actor, losing a lot of money on what could have been a good film. Yeah. I mean, I just, I, I don't think they have that wake-up call. I don't think that, I mean, obviously, certain people are still in the job. Yeah. I don't think that they think it's a problem. I really don't. Um, but make sure you're making place for voices of, of color um, yes. in your circles. Make sure that you are standing against uh, bias and hate. Yeah. It doesn't have to be saying bad words. It doesn't have to be using slurs. It yes. doesn't have to be excessive. It can be just the way mm-hmm. ju- people are prejudged. It can just be the way um, you walk around certain people or the way you talk to certain people and you don't talk to others. And like, yeah. you know, we have to be mindful of where we're letting society choose the way we see people for us. Yeah. And that goes politically as well. That goes racially that goes sexually that goes with gender all of those things why can't people just be people and why can't we just get along (laughs) like i hate to make it cheesy but it's just like it it starts with us yeah it costs zero dollars to be a kind respectful individual yeah like just the minimal amount of effort yeah that you can make is being respectful right of someone if 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 that means Calling them by their preferred gender. They're pronouncing their name right. Pronouncing their name right. Like, <laughs> I... It's nuts. Yeah. If you can learn to say Dolchayevsky, you can learn your friend's name. Mm-hmm. Like, 
I, you know, it's it's little things, and and at the end of the day, I don't think WB is going to change. No. Uh, no, I don't think there's an. I mean, obviously, they've kind of brushed things under the rug, but what I think can change is people, and we have to. Um, you know, we're seeing a lot of uh, rise in misogyny and and sexism in the Star Wars fandom. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, that's a conversation if you disagree with me, but uh, we're also seeing racial things popping up where. Yeah. Um, certain people of color aren't getting highlighted as much because, well, yeah, it's just they don't have as much representation. That's what's so significant um, about strides being making in, in literature and comics and everything. But let's get that in film. Let's get yeah. let's move forward in film. You know, obviously even John Boyega is an example of, look, you're doing something, but we can go further and we can mm-hmm. do better. And that's what has to happen. And we might not change Lucasfilm's mind, we might not change WB's mind, but we can change other people's minds. You can talk to your friend and say, hey, maybe that thing you said was a little insensitive. Mm-hmm. You can stand up for people and, you know, that person that's getting talked down to um, at the McDonald's, you know, maybe speak up for them and say, because, I mean, obviously they're too scared to lose their job. If you're, in, if you're in those kinds of situations, we have to do something. Yeah. We have to say something. We have to say that that has no place in what, in, in our context. Mm-hmm. Lots of preachiness and everything like that. But at the end of the day, I, I think that Ray Fisher's an amazing talent. Absolutely. I completely believe that he was unfairly treated mm-hmm. um, and that at the end of the day, people like him are second rate to a lot of industries and a lot of people and a lot of um, box offices. And I don't think that's right nor fair. And I think we have to continue to make that known and we have to be mindful of where our dollars go to communicate that. I agree. So that's just preachy two cents from, from me. Preachy two cents. That's your rapper I should have saved the, saved the super stash for this to lighten it up at the end, but there you go. Let's talk about the super stash a little bit more. <laughs> that's our very long, it's actually, it's not as long as the movie, but that's no, our no, long no, no, discussion no. Of, um, uh, of Justice League. Yes. Um final review if you could give it a a b c d e f g z i don't know if you could give it a a a rating where would you rank it like it was fine yeah i i liked a lot of it 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 was fine yeah like that's it i i i think i've made my my point clear with that like it it didn't tickle my brain parts in any particular way no good brain juice no good brain juice um I think while it might not be um, easy viewing, I think that it should be treated as the definitive version. I agree. Um, I think it's leaps and bounds better. And I think that, and I hate to say this, I think that the fans are right if they continue to ignore Zack Snyder's setup for the DCEU. Mm -hmm. They need to either end it where it is, which I know they're not going to, or they need to at least kind of respect the, the, the grounds it was built on. Mm-hmm. I don't necessarily want the Snyderverse. I don't want him to have complete creative control. But I think that they would benefit well from having him involved. Yeah. And apparently we have Black Adam coming Yeah, to there's DC a lot soon. of things in play that I, I'm, I don't even think DC knows what they're doing. I don't know. That's fine. I just hope we get some good movies. So yeah. um, with that said, I think it's a good watch. Um, even if it not, might not be a frequent watch, it's a good movie. It's second best, DC, third, third best, fourth, third, third, I'm going to commit to it, third best behind Man of Steel and Shazam of the DCEU. 
uh, in my opinion. Mm -hmm. But I've made clear the things I like and and don't like, so that would lend to why it's ranked that way. We'd love to hear where it falls on your watch list and what you think and how much we've offended you. (laughs) Oh, dear Lord. Um, We have hit so many people. We've not done too many things. I don't think anything really that's rocked waves like this. We didn't even talk about Gina Carano on the podcast, so we've not done anything this volatile. Please just understand, again, for for your peace of mind, we don't hate people, we don't think anything wrong. Um, It's just a matter of the way we like to digest our entertainment is Mm -hmm. very different than what DC does. Um, But at the end of the day, a lot of it's better than it's not. Mm -hmm. So there you go. Yeah. To give you some perspective, you like Universal Soldier. I like the Super Mario Brothers movie. We both have questionable opinions on film. That's the best Jean-Claude Van Damme movie. What are you talking about? We're going to end the podcast right now. (laughs) Wait, we know we can't. (laughs) We didn't even talk about... Thank you, patrons, for paying for this. You too can, uh, for low easy payment of starting at $1, support this show. Um, they, they support us and they also encourage us and give input into what we talk about and when and all that other stuff. So if you want some input, if you'd like to share, uh, your opinions more directly, patrons, the way to do that again, a dollar a month, like goodness gracious, I can't even get a good coffee for a dollar. So come on. But you could get good coffee from Expedition Roasters. Yep, not a sponsor, but they could be. We would love you if you did it. Um, That's what's been fueling this conversation right now, Expedition Roasters. If you like Disney and you like coffee, they're they're excellent for you. Beans from outer space. Very good blend. Yeah, trust their flavors. So uh, thank you uh, to our patrons. Thank you to our friends and fans that have supported the show. Um, If this is on YouTube, if you've digested all of this on YouTube, make sure to like and, and subscribe. Um, that really helps us out, that that builds us up on that platform, which makes it accessible to other people. Although if you share that, that gets it to even more people, and that goes for the podcast as well. You can share it and tell people you like it. We'd love more people to be able to not only hear our stupid opinions, but be able to tell us they're stupid, um, and we'd love you for it. And, and if you haven't, uh, rate us on your preferred platform. Yes. Everywhere you can, give us your honest opinion, if that honest opinion is that you like us. If you don't like us, You have to give us $5 on Patreon to be able to say it. Like, comment, and survive. (laughs) Now we can end the podcast. Okay, bye. But Universal Soldier is good.